Today we're finding out what wines best pair with KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken or the Dirty Bird. Um, we are the Wind Up Podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Trent. And we're here to bring you an unfiltered, unapologetically unprofessional um, journey of wine. Uh, we have a saying here. Drink more. Try, try more. more learn, learn more. So um, one of our segments is Thoughts of the Week. And my thought of the week was very, I guess, tied into our theme today, which is KFC. So through my research, I was trying to understand what is a different and also good pairing for KFC. So I was looking at Andre Mack on yes. Bon Appetit, and he did this a while ago. And one of the ones that he said for I don't know, the American version of KFC, whether it's similar to Australia or not, is to do a pet nat. So that kind of got me thinking about because I never tried a pet nat before. I don't even know what a pet nat is. <laughs> okay. Yes. So... So you don't know what it is? Don't know what no, it okay. is. Okay, so pet nat stands for, is a French term called petalat naturel. Of course, yes. Or otherwise known as naturally sparkling. Right. Okay. okay, so you can see here, there's a few bubbles in it today. Um, so how, the best way to explain it is probably how it kind of differs towards a normal champagne or sparkling wine. So for a champagne sparkling wine, they tend to start with a still wine, so an unbubbly, non-bubbly type of wine, then they start to add a second a uh, piece of fermentation with the sugar and yeast to get the carbon dioxide to again get the bubbles through the champagne or the sparkling. The difference between sparkling wine and champagne to this is that they do it all in one go in the first fermentation. So what they do, they have the grape juice, the yeast, they cap it off and it's done to ferment and create the bubbles, the alcohol within it. The pet nat is that way. Pet nat oh, right, is that okay. way. Right. So the beauty of that is that um, also with Pet Nat being a bit more of a hipster drink as well, it's, there's no rules around it in terms of what grapes, um, uh, what varietals, um, kind of how long or, or whatever around it. So everything is quite organic and really even for each bottle, because we're doing the first fermentation within the bottle itself, there's a lot of unknowns to it. So from this that we're going to have today to the next bottle, which is from the same producer, the same year, it could be quite different as well. Right. So I think that's quite random and beautiful in a way in that like everyone is a bit of a surprise. There's more uh, variety. Yeah, more variety. So um, I'm thinking that similar to Pet Nat is like the idea of like similar to kombucha. Yes. You okay. know, where you have that kind of natural fizz, that kind of fermentation, the little bubbles as well coming through. So this is like the alcoholic wine version of kombucha. Does it mean it's healthier and like there's better probiotics oh, in your gut? I think wine in general is always very healthy for you. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm not a medical <laughs> professional, but you know, I would like to assume so. But no, I wouldn't say so. I think okay. it's still fermenting um, the sugars, creating alcohol and carbon dioxide. Except that you're doing it in the one, the one go in the first fermentation rather than through the two goes as you would with champagne or sparkling. So, and, um, and champagne, you, it's typically set set grapes that you're using, right? Is, yeah. it, is that the case? Yeah, yes. yeah, generally the three. Chardonnay, yeah. Pinot Noir, and Pinot Meunier, I think it is. Right. Um, but this one, it could be anything. I don't even know what grapes these ones are. But, um, you know, there's all these different types, different flavors, different, different ones. So keen to try a lot more of these pet nuts and also keen to try this one today. And whether, you know, what I heard from Andre Mack is, is true to say pet nut, KFC, it's a winner or not. Uh, you got to trust Andre Mack. Andre Mack's a legend. I, yeah. I, I agree. Okay. Keen to try that. And it, I, I've never heard it. It, it. it aligns to what we're trying to do with the show yeah. about trying more. Yeah. Uh, something completely new. So, okay. All right. 
good information on that one. I think, I think for the thoughts of the week, mine is kind of related. So it was a good segue. I'm, I'm concerned about health. And since starting the podcast, and even if I look at what we're trying to do today, I feel like I'm getting a bit chunk dunker to be honest. Uh, lots of weight gain. Have you heard chunk dunker before? No, yeah. I haven't. I'm thinking that is it number two is get a bit chunky and then a bit no, chunky. No, no, well. no. A... <laughs> <laughs> you took it to another level. <laughs> it's about the weight. It's about the fat. Uh, since, since having more wine and yeah. enjoying more, yeah. I can't help but notice a, a bit more plumpness and roundness uh, around around the cheeks, around the body. Yeah. A bit of weight gain that's going on. Yeah. And, and I was thinking about the relationship between wine and weight gain and, and fat. And as I look at this oily KFC in front of us, I'm thinking, is this, uh, is this a good thing to continue to, to sustain? I was, uh, I was listening to what you're saying. Maybe pet nut is the way I need to go if, if it's a bit more healthier. But... I was looking into this and the, there are things about wine and alcohol to consider, which I wanted to share with you mm-hmm. and everyone else around weight gain. The, the, the challenge with wine and, and alcohol in general is that it's empty calories. So there's, there's not much, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of calories that are going to be burnt, not necessarily the high protein items that are yeah. good for your body and so forth. And, and the other challenge is alcohol is burnt first as an energy source in comparison to anything else. So yeah. your carbs, your sugar, your fat. Yeah. The body goes, I'd prefer to burn alcohol. Let's do that. And if you if you have a lot of alcohol uh, and it's chewing away at that, you'll have some leftover stores of carbs or fats. And then that just turns into the chunky dunk of fat that, that's around you. <laughs> and, and so that's something to be conscious of. Yeah. Wine, uh, it, it is being promoted as good for the heart and so forth. And, mm. and I haven't looked into the details of that. But if you have a lot of it... yeah. You're going to get so some chunky. Does dunk. it mean you should be having lower alcohol wines is better for you? Because therefore, you can kind of go through the alcohol first before getting to the chunk of dunkers. <laughs> that's right, and and that's the tips. I think that's what I wanted to talk about. Moderation. What are the things to consider to to get that balance? We want to enjoy wine. Yeah. At the same time, we we don't want to uh, you know affect our health in, in too much. So so things to think about: have low alcohol wine. Other things to think about: more obvious drink less or the other way is that it's also can be uh, inspiration for you to exercise more as well or exercise more (laughs) i wanted to take that away as an option it is there probably probably something even requiring more effort um but other things to other things to think about are if you're going to drink wine is better than beer because beer has more carbs yeah tick for wine the other thing to think about is when choosing a wine probably choose a dry wine over a sweet wine so that there's less sugar content. Yeah. And, and then when you're, when, you're out, uh, when you're out and consuming, try to eat first so that your tummy gets full Yeah, and, and you're probably going to drink less and always always have more It, it makes more me water. think about like when you go to the supermarket, you have those kind of five-star ratings. Do we need like that on wine to say, hey, this is, this is a four-star kind of good, good wine for you? It could be. It could be an option to yeah. for those that are health conscious and yep. bringing it back to that label. Yeah, I think that's where society is yeah. going. But but that was my thoughts of the week as I look at this delicious KFC yeah. and, and think about how that's going to add to my chunka dunker. But uh, let let's dig into this. I think let let's try that. What I've been drinking. <laughs> and uh, and a good idea. Let's go into what have you been drinking for the week? Thanks. Okay, so what I've been drinking, um, in line with this kind of healthy theme around KFC. 
made me slightly more healthy. Um, last weekend, I uh, decided to make my own kind of homemade pork ramen. So I thought, you know, what would kind of go well with that? Generally, you'll have beer, which you already said is not mm-hmm. that good. So um, I was at Dan Murphy's and I asked the guy there, you know, what would be good with a good um, pork ramen? And he recommended a uh, 2016 Tyrrell's, Tyrrell's Estate, Stevens Vineyard, Hunter Valley Semillon. So aged Semillon. Um, the reason why he picked that was one, he said that it's like beer in a wine version. <laughs> wow. Okay. You, you need to describe that. Why is that? Okay. So it's a bit more um, rounded. It's a bit bigger to kind of match up towards the kind of the big rich flavors of the ramen, but it still had the kind of line of acidity as well, the kind of green apple acid, it kind of still cut through the fattiness of it. So surprisingly, it did work. Um, the Dan Murphy's guy wasn't bullshitting me, he actually knew his stuff. And I think also uh, uh, makes me want to try a bit more of the kind of aged, uh, aged semillons as well, um, especially from the Hunter Valley. I've I've never had an aged semillon to be honest, so I'd I'd be keen to try that. You mentioned Dan Murphy's bullshitting you. That never happens. What are you talking nah, about? Nah, Dan knows best. Good stuff. Uh, good advice from there. All right, and so that's the wine of the week. Now we could probably jump into the the content uh, in the episode for today, yeah. which is about what wine pairs with KFC. And and today we have two wines that we'd like to try. And in front of us two great boxes of KFC and KFC is actually for those that know me my one of my favorite meals in fact growing up as a child for my birthday every year I would ask my parents for a bucket of KFC that's all I wanted I didn't need a gift I just needed a bucket of KFC the chunker dunkers and that's why I got chunker dunker (laughs) (laughs) so very special and important meal to me and, and so this ex- episode is exciting because it gets to combine a favorite beverage, which is wine, with my favorite meal. So it feels like it's your birthday again, but even better because you've got the wine with it. It, it, it must be a milestone. Birthday. <laughs> it's it's that good. And, and so my journey with KFC, I, I feel like it's, it's matured over time. I, it used to just be original in the bucket. Then I... I I graduated and I had hot and spicy to have a bit more heat. But now my go-to is the Wicked Wings. So I moved away from the original hot and spicy. Wicked Wings, little wings with a bit of crunch, tiny bit of heat and Mm. moisture to it. That's my go-to. If if you think about KFC, is there anything that, any memories that come through? Anything exciting Um, you about this? I think the memories for me is uh, original recipe initially. Love it. uh, I've kind of moved on to the, the Zinger box now because I feel like you kind of get everything in there from the salads to the burgers to the original chicken, Wicked Wings as well. So the whole yes. kit and caboodle, and I love that. Um, the other thought that kind of pops into my mind is that what I um, noticed through road trips or even around Sydney is that not all KFC stores are the same. Very true, yeah. Okay, so, Let's give some differences here. What are differences, the differences, you know, the chips is going to be a, a big kind of um, deal breaker for me because chips in one, you need that kind of hit of the chicken salt to kind of come yes, through. Yes. Um, the skin as well, yeah. even though they say it's consistent, the secret herbs and spices and all that one, you know, you need ones that had that, I don't know, fresher, a bit more crispier kind of yes. taste to it as well. So yes. there's different elements. Like I know that there's ones in Sydney that I'm not expecting much from it. There's other ones I know there's got a good high standard that kind of keeps them delivering. 
I feel like you don't want to reveal the secret store that you go to, but I agree, and I don't want to tell anyone my store. So, uh, <coughs> Blacktown. <no. laughs> there is a go-to. All right, so so that's about the KFC. Let's have a bit about the chat. Uh, let's have a chat about the wines that we're trying to pair here. And what we did today is uh, Trent Trent had a challenge of selecting a wine, which he's talked about, which is the pet nap. Uh, and I also had a challenge to to choose one. And I might share it here on, on the camera. So, so mine is a Sancerre, if you can see that there. Uh, all right, it's not working. We'll have to move this over. Can can we see that on the screen now? Yeah. Okay. So so we've got it on the screen. It's a Sancerre from the Law Valley. So it's a it's French wine, and and I don't know how you pronounce this. Patient Cotat ancient vines patient con, con, patient cotat patient cotat ancient vines that's that's what i'm going with i will be corrected for someone that can actually speak a bit of french uh from the low valley it's it's a 2020 we got it from dan murphy's for about 46 dollars, and and it is a it's a french sauvignon blanc mm. and i've never had one of these before i typically have a, a kiwi a, a new zealand sav blanc uh, and, and so I can talk a bit more about why I chose this later, but but that's the wine that we are uh, I would like to pair, and then I'll show your yeah, Trent. Yeah, show my wine. If you can see that on the screen, do you want to talk to that? Yeah. So as I mentioned um, early in terms of my thoughts all week, pet nat. I hear about it all the time. I was keen to try it, so I thought this is a perfect opportunity to try the pet nat and uh, be a bit of a hipster. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So I think let's let's get into the pairings here. And I think what we will do is have the original. Mm -hmm. Original is number one. Did you want to? Did you want to grab a piece uh, of original? Uh, again, which piece do I pick? It's always always legs, right? <laughs> legs number one. Well, we've got a lot here. I, I don't. I'm, I'm a chunk of dunker, so I don't want a big piece. All right. So, as always on the wind up, we're going to try the wine, taste it with our eyes, nose, and mouth. <laughs> Did you just have a bite of the KFC? You are really hungry. <laughs> Trent, Trent just got oh, into yeah, I'm it. hungry. <laughs> you are. All right. So, let's. Uh, we have the. We have the pet nut here in front of us, and we are going to look at it. Let's have a look at the bottle. Here we go. You know, that's it's a bit. Oh, I don't know that things. It's like a bit cloudy. cloudy. Yeah, yeah, really stands out as cloudy. And when when you mentioned the um, kombucha, that's that's what reminds yeah. me of of kombucha. Mm. So let's try this. Um, I just say it's a dry, sparkling. Uh, limestone clay let's see if it's hopefully fresh and zesty as it says so in the bottle it's quite it's quite yellow uh, and dense and cloudy like you're saying but actually when it's poured out it mm. it, it does look like a typical sparkling yeah. wine cheap version of champagne i think yeah so 
yellow green very light should be crisp bubbles coming through on the nose smells nice smells yeah zesty fresh yeah the, the scent i get is the fermentation actually or the yeast uh, uh, like is that that kind of i don't know bready kind of yes, yeasty it really know? reminds me of kombucha this is a great thing that you brought up with it. just that smell comes through which i think that kind of yeasty kind of rounded kind yes of, um and this will kind of go it does go well with kfc because i've already taken a bite <laughs> so um i think it works um you know a bit of hint of zest there in terms of the lemon kind of cutting through like lemon chicken and then the roundedness around the yeastiness of the wine that kind of makes it come together so I, I actually think this is a bit like beer and chicken as well mm. because it does have the bubbles it does have the kind of roundedness to it as well and um has a good line of acid as well so I just had a bite of KFC. Everyone knows it. Bit of bit of fat, bit of oil, eleven herbs and spices. Um, we'll try this. I think it's really easy drinking as well. Like it feels, you have beer, you feel bloated. This one just kind of goes down really easy. Um, it's not a it's not just a, a fruit drink like apple ties or something like that, but it does have that kind of bit of complexity, complexity with it as well, and it it is a bit different. So I I like it. It's got it's got quite a finish to it. Uh, the first thing I notice when it when it goes in is it just cleanses cleanses the mouth. Yeah. Like all of that oiliness and, and the herbaceousness mm. is washed away. Yeah. And which makes you want to go back for another piece of chicken. <laughs> so it's both a good and a bad thing. In in this case, it's where... adding to the weight gain issue. Yes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so wine pairing, a good wine pairing, is not necessarily always a good thing. Is that what you're saying in terms of it could force you to kind of eat more, drink more, <laughs> and, and gain more, <laughs> and gain more? I like the I like the variation to the slogan. Uh, I I think, but it does remind me a bit of champagne in in terms of the in terms of the flavors and the and the sharpness. Yep. Strong white grapes. There is there is a bit of there is a bit of a finish to it, which mm. which still goes back to that. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of the words. It still goes back to that kombucha kind of mm. yeasty flavor. I can, I can still taste but, but it. Le- but less funky than kombucha. Yeah. Like, yes. champagne has a much kind of more floral kind of finish to it. Well, this yes. one's a bit more kind of restrained. Yes. People of the kind of everyday drinking. And you're not going to be paying $80, $100 for KFC. Um, it might go well with me, Garang, but I think for KFC, you could probably go for the cheaper one. Um, Got it. Let's move on to the next wine. Yes, uh, I think let's save our corkscrew ratings uh, until after. So, so like I said, this is a Sancerre. It's a it's a French Sav Blanc, and and I was thinking the, the the typical fried chicken combination is is to have it with champagne. The the big restaurant butter in Sydney typically does a lot of that. I think while you have a bite of that, the th- the reason that I chose this is because a I've never had a Sancerre, but two. Uh, it's high acid. There's a fair bit of citrus in it that will help cut through the herbaceousness and the oil. But something else that that made it different was it, it stands out from the New Zealand uh, Sauv Blancs because apparently there's a lot more minerality in this, and and, and that's the thing that I wanted to see how that kind of uh, chalky saltiness mineral, minerality compares with mm. with the KFC. So you've had a bite. Let me. I do know get also with this. the New Zealand um, Sauvignon Blancs as well that they tend to be getting a not as good reputation because a lot of the wineries there is about more mass production mm. which means that a lot of them kind of taste the same um 
you know, there's always going to be the kind of exceptions, but they say that that's the kind of thing that's coming through. So, yeah, interesting to see now with this Sauvignon Blanc, especially from France. I think there's a bit more around the um, the the land, the different um, areas around... Uh, Loire Valley. Loire Valley. So, really keen to see this kind of expression of Sauvignon Blanc. Apparently more limestone and clay, which brings out that, that minerality. And, okay. and, and in comparison to the New Zealand ones, which are a bit more tropical flavors, apparently. So. Yeah. Pineapple, etc. Light, kind of pale yellow in color. Quite clear. On the nose. Still quite um, tropical, fresh. With the New Zealand, it's very much kind of like fre fresh cut grass. But mm. this is not so much. A bit more leaner. The minerality scent? Do you, do you get that? I, I get that in the scent. Mm. On the palate, it's really refreshing. Really, just kind of hits it, cleans the palate again. Very good. Um, I like it where the flavors are there, but it's a bit more restrained. It's not kind of overdoing it with some of the kind of Sauvignon Blancs you get in New Zealand. Um, quite balanced. Uh, in this case, it, it works well with the, with the with the Wicked Wings I'm having now. Yeah, I, I, I bit into the Wicked Wing while you were talking and, and just had some. I think balance, again, is a great keyword. Because I've only typically had uh, New Zealand Sav Blancs, mm. I'm used to that. And usually it's a big, strong hit of mm. citrus. Mm. This is a bit more subdued. Mm. Also on the mouthfeel, I, I feel it's a bit closer towards a medium body. It's, it's not mm. as light as a, as a typical uh, New Zealand Sav Blanc. Would you say a full and round palate, well-balanced and chiseled acidity? Chiseled acidity is probably taking it a, a, a bit far, but but well balanced and rounded. Yeah, I, I agree. The flavor of the flavor of the mineral minerality actually comes through, and I think it works with the KFC. To be honest, it's not a contrasting flavor. But the, when you say minerality, and mm. people always say that's a bit of a wank term as well. Mm. What do you think of when you think about minerality? I think of uh, I think of those. Uh, rocks that you're licking and it's a bit salty it's a bit it's a bit of that flavor so what i've got some think? rocks in the backyard yes if you, if you lick that would that kind of give you that minerality as i well? think that's another episode that we need to do licking rocks <laughs> but but so between the two it's interesting i've just had another had another bite what that that saltiness or the mm. mineral is that is that what your view on minerality is yeah actually, by the way i'll, I'll say as view? well i yeah. think it's that kind of um uh, wet rock type of mm. smell that yeah. kind of, uh, you know, uh, yeah, the kind of river rocks kind of smell as the kind of the water kind of goes over it. And then you kind of, those kind of pebbles. Get the remnants yeah. of that. Yeah. Understood. And, and we need to go lick some river rocks. Yeah. As I'm having the finish, I think, I think they're two, they're two different pairings. To me, this is a bit more cleansing. Mm. The finish on this it works with it it's still got that saltiness in the mouth so interested to see yeah. corkscrew ratings corkscrew ratings ah okay so should i go first yeah let's let's go with the pet nap okay the pet nap uh was 35 dollars i think that for a seven out of ten and then Sonsi, i think they're both seven out of ten i think we've done a really good job today actually yeah. in terms of both going well with the kfc so, 7 out of 10 for both of them. 
if you were to choose one, you had to choose Ooh. one. I, I, I agree. I think the ratings are pretty similar. Uh, which one would you choose? I'll pick the pet nat because of it's something a bit more different about yeah. it. Yeah. That makes me kind of think a bit more. So that's why I probably give it slightly more if I had to pick one. Yeah, I think the kombucha flavor is completely something yeah. different that, that I've had. I would I would actually both, I think they pair both quite yeah. well. And I agree. I, I think it's it's a 7 out of 10 corkscrews for both. It depends on the mood. If if you're out having a picnic in summertime, I think Ooh, I think beautiful. the pet nap yeah. would be fantastic, refreshing, mm. light. I, I feel like from a, for, if you're having your KFC in winter, this is a bit more, uh, mm. a bit of a more medium body, more rounded, yeah. and, and that salty flavor. So maybe choose it for the wintertime KFC, wow. summertime KFC. Go for the pet nap. Yeah, well, there we go. Different wines for different seasons. That's another episode. There we are. <laughs> that is another episode. <laughs> so there we go. So so that's the wind up. Let's. We've gone through these episodes. Uh, I think from the pairings that we've had, try a pet nat, try a sensor. They work both with the original. They work also with the wicked wings. Uh, definitely good pairing recommendations. Trent, did you have any other words that you wanted to add as part no, of No, I think I'm su- surprised today. We've done a really good job with both of them. So I think I'm, I'm pleasantly happy. Well well done. And, and so, quick reminder, if you don't want to get fat, don't have this pairing too often. <laughs> Try it once in a while. It's probably not the best yeah. uh, for your health. But in terms of flavor, extreme happiness. This is my birthday, so it, it, it feels exciting. This is my, it's like my birthday celebration. So. All right. And so let's wind it up there. And if you want to remind everyone of our slogan. Okay. Um, it's drink more, try more, learn more. Thanks Don't forget to download, subscribe and like. And thank you. Thank you. Enjoy KFC. Bye.